everybody, and welcome to the John Meyer Podcast. Here we are recording within the Blue Wire Studios at AWS reInvent. Today's topic is cloud transformation, making amazing happen together with CDW. Now, before we get to our topic, how about we turn it over to our amazing guests for a little bit about themselves? Hey, everyone. Audrey Benjamin here. I lead our business development team at CDW. Really excited to be here at AWS reInvent. Hey, everybody. Uh, Christian Teague. I lead CDW's talent orchestration and workforce management practice inside of Digital Velocity here with Audrey. All right. So we're talking about cloud transformation. Audrey, what is cloud transformation? So cloud transformation can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but the core of it is helping our customers accelerate business transformation, leveraging cloud technologies. Our end goal is that they're accelerating their transformation and they're gaining a competitive edge. Okay. I guess my biggest question is we have cloud transformation and we had modernization. Somebody tell me, what is the difference? Yeah. I mean, there's, um, there's, they kind of go hand in hand, right? Because you have to modernize your infrastructure. You have to modernize your applications. Uh, it's the most efficient way to go into the cloud. You don't want to take your legacy monolithic applications and move them into the cloud. You don't really get all the full benefits of uh, investing in that kind of transformation. Aubrey, why don't you want to take your legacy into the cloud? Wasn't there this whole thing about lift and shift? So sometimes it is about lift and shift. We can meet our customers where they're at on their journey. Sometimes that means helping them with a strategy to maybe exit a data center, which could include lift and shift into the cloud. But usually the phase two of that is how are we going to modernize? How are we going to get more out of leveraging these cloud technologies to accelerate our growth? I like it that you said meet our customers where they're at. You're not telling them that, hey, listen, you got to do cloud for transformation. You got to modernize right away. We're going to meet you where you're at and define and help you with your journey. Now, the biggest thing that I see with digital transformation, cloud transformation, and modernization is that a company who is, I want to say enterprise, who's been in a legacy data center, right, they have to understand this transformation. Christian, talk to me about the transformation. What are some of those challenges? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of challenges, but modernizing and moving to the cloud is about the customer experience. Um, some of the biggest and... Uh, most prolific companies in the world, like the Netflixes of the world, who's also on AWS, obviously, um, they were born in the cloud, right? And so having companies that invest in having a modernized platform, it's like you go to the bank, right? You get the best user experience, customer loyalty isn't what it used to be. It's all about the user experience. So Sounds like you got a pretty awesome bank. I might have to sign up for that. <laughs> Okay, you actually jumped on it a little bit and you were talking about those who were born in the cloud. For those who were born in the cloud, do they really have a cloud transformation? Is this something that they don't have to worry about? For customers who are born in the cloud, oftentimes we see that they have moved in quickly and now they need to establish what we like to call a cloud center of excellence, which goes to talking about the people, the process, the governance. You'll hear more about that later this week with some of our fellow podcasters, so I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, that's okay. So it's a CCOE, is a cloud center of excellence. It's really about processes that they're putting in place. I actually want to touch on this because now I have CCOE, I have digital transformation, I have cloud transformation, right, and modernization. There's all these things. Like, really, how do you pick which is the right one? Is there a chart where this is the CCOE is overcompensating everything else, and they kind of build things together? Christian, talk to me about like all these different types of it and how the it kind of works together. Yeah, um, you know, you 
like Audrey alluded to, you can lift and shift. You can take your legacy data center and move it to the cloud. You just don't get the efficiencies and the real benefits of using applications that are built in the cloud. Um, you don't get the speed, the security, and the efficiency um, if you're doing a lift and shift. And so building a CCOE for our customers helps the customers establish their version of the cloud. Right, So you have a cloud that works for their business, how they're trying to deliver to their customers, the type of user experience they're trying to give their customers. And um, it's a huge competitive advantage. I mean, we see that over and over again. Christian, are you telling me that one size doesn't fit all? One size does definitely not fit all. Okay, there are these challenges that customers go, get into when they're doing their cloud transformation, right? Uh, we outlined a couple of those. Are there other specific challenges Audrey, that you can think of that customers come and play and how do they overcome them? Well, I feel like the easy thing to say was, is that they overcome them by coming to CDW, but um, customers create concerns all over the place. It could be integration issues when they do initial migration. It could be security concerns. It could be cost governance, uh, which we'll also get into later in our podcast. It could um, be talent. It, it I mean, could talent, be talent talent's a huge well. driver, right? I mean, if you have a team that is used to supporting legacy infrastructure and legacy applications, it's a whole cultural shift for a large enterprise that is living in, uh, you know, old school data center out there somewhere. So I think you both touched on that. Talent is actually key because the skill sets that people need, right? So other companies need specific skills in order to do cloud transformation modernization, whatever you want to call it, can kind of talk about is that they need those skill sets. They don't have them. And you know, while we're not selling CDW, we're talking about the value that you bring. We're talking about reInvent. In fact, we're going to get to that a little bit later in the show. We'll talk specifically what's happening at reInvent. But do you see skills as a major gap, not only with customers trying to do cloud, right? We're not talking just even AWS, but any type of cloud. Absolutely. There's definitely still a war on talent right now. And I don't want to steal Christian's thunder since this is what his team does every day. All right, Christian, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the word the war on talent, particularly in IT, is still real, right? There's a huge demand for uh called premium skills and expertise. And a lot of that is really because technology is evolving so fast and it's it's hard uh to keep up. You have to evolve your skills and if you're putting, you know, integrating some world-class technology into a new platform, you have to have the people that can support it. And so that's that's also a lot of what CDW does, right? We provide world-class services outcomes to our customers. And we also have some really cool strategies where we can help them build up their internal talent pool to support that infrastructure, that outcome that we've left behind. And, um, you know, we're always driving to the outcome but we recognize that sometimes customers don't have the people that they need to support the outcome once we deliver it, right? So we wanna make sure that we can give them tools and a way to continue to evolve that talent tech stack or um, to bring people into the, onto the team that can uh, support the outcome, that world-class outcome that CDW's been able to deliver. So Christian, you're telling me that CDW doesn't just like land and expand. What they're really doing is enabling the customer to move on without them and their skill set. Because 
Here's what I find. I, I find it more valuable when you're looking for your customers, your partners to be successful and be like, okay, here's the skills you don't have. We're filling the gap and we're going to help you actually up your skills within that. And now you can do bigger and better things because it makes, it doesn't make sense for you to stay there in the same area forever. And you know, why not just hire those, right? Yeah, it's really hard though. I mean, um, to talents at a premium. And if we're talking about, you know, the, all the rage right now is an AI, there isn't a lot of skill and expertise around AI in the market. It's all been evolving pretty rapidly. And so, uh, people have to learn to either acquire those skills or you need to hire people that have those skills. If you want to be able to put those types of solutions in place for your customers or, um, deliver that type of user experience. I agree with you. Now, Audrey, you were actually touching on a little bit earlier about, you know, cost and really we're kind of centering around cost governance and efficiency. What's that all about? Yeah. So a lot of our customers, and you hit on it a little bit earlier, who maybe will make, you know, fast migrations into the cloud aren't necessarily thinking about what the cost repercussions might be. And now they're coming back and they're trying to understand, you know, governance, make sure that they have right, the right tagging policies in place make sure that they're using the right resources to optimize both performance and cost. So there's lots of different strategies that we help customers with. Um, and our FinOps team at CDW, that's entirely what they're focused on. Okay, you actually jumped to FinOps and I have so many conversations this week revolving around FinOps, but the cost of you know cloud, when everybody moved to the cloud, here's what happened. Cloud's excellent, let's go there, let's get to the cloud. And they get there and they're like, oh my God, my bill's like 100, 400,000 a month, but I don't pay that for my data center. Well, your data center was a fixed cost over five years, right? You were able to equate it. You had these servers. This is what it was all about. Now in the cloud, your engineers are the ones that are costing when it used to be the other way around where the businesses would decide here, you need five servers. Well, here's your five servers for the next five years. What are customers really seeing now with their cloud journey and the cost that's actually equates to them running their business applications, Audrey? Yeah, that's a great point. So oftentimes when customers lift and ship legacy applications into the cloud, they're not leveraging the right cloud technologies to be as performant as if they were as if they were using modernized cloud native technologies to run that application. So oftentimes it's about going back and looking at, you know, what the application is running on. Is there a way that we can be leveraging different resources to make it not only more efficient, but you know, more cost effective as well. And then the big trend, which you also hit on is before, you know, our customers would be going to IT to ask for, hey, I need five servers spun up for XYZ project. Now we're actually enabling these developers to move quickly and, you know, increase time to market with what they're developing, which has a massive return for the business. Yeah, I mean, given our customers the ability to decide which workloads should live in the cloud, when they should live in the cloud, and which workloads could still live in a legacy data center, right? Because of cost efficiencies that they get from having certain workloads in a data center. So, um, you know, that's a lot of what CDW's focus has been, um, particularly over the last four or five years, is giving customers different strategies instead of, hey, we're going to lift and shift everything to the cloud. Well, maybe it does make sense to have uh, workloads that can live on-prem, move to the cloud, and back and forth, dependent on usage and uh, the you know various environmental applications that are happening right in the industry. So it's, um, 
they can get a lot of efficiency and cost optimization. And obviously I've said it like three times, but the customers get a better experience. So. Yeah. One thing to add there, we'll oftentimes see with our customers who are more mature in the cloud that they're looking at setting up these service catalogs, if you will, for their users, where it's still giving IT the same you know, checks and balances that they're putting in place so that they have these catalogs set up where developers can go in and they can, you know, know that what the environment they're spinning up has the right, you know, governance and security wrapper around it that they would get from IT if they were to go to IT. You were talking earlier about not only FinOps, right? Cost optimization and customers going to the cloud. And when they go to the cloud, they go really quick. Does the skills play a particular part? And I know this is Christian's part about the skills, mm -hmm. But when you go to the cloud, right, uh, you're using these specific services and understanding them, uh, lift and shift. You move there quickly. But what happens? What are some of the things that happens when you lift and shift? Do they just ultimately stay there? We don't use efficient AWS resources. What are some of the things customers should consider when they do that process? Yeah, so that's a, a great question. We actually just had a customer go through a very similar shift into AWS where um, their use case was they were looking to exit one of their data centers and they had to exit quickly. So we did an initial lift and shift. On the front end, though, we leveraged some of our IP at CDW, which we'll get into later this week, but really helped us get an inventory around the customer's applications, which ones would you know migrate into the cloud, what some of the maybe security and compliance uh, uh, items that we might want to think about when doing that initial migration would be. And so we were able to perform a really quick migration into the cloud. Um, their second phase of that, though, is they want to modernize. And they want to modernize for several reasons. They want to have more performant applications. They want to be able to innovate faster. Um, and they want to be able to you know, have better cost controls and governance around what they're doing in the cloud, too. Um, so just understanding that strategy around the migration is critical. Um, so while they're doing initial lift and shift, knowing that their phase two is then to modernize is really helpful. Definitely. Now, I've got three more things that I want to talk about. Uh, the top three things is how is CDW playing a role in Cloud Center of Excellence? And then, obviously, the future. But we also have to talk about reInvent before we wrap things up. How is CDW playing a role in Cloud Center of Excellence? CDW helps customers create their own Cloud Center of Excellence, right? And so, you know, that could mean that like I said earlier, when you have a customer that wants to have workloads that live in different places, that can be really beneficial to them. That could be for fiduciary reasons, it could be for security reasons, HIPAA, whatever the, the context of that is, right? And so um, it really gives the customers control so they can use the most efficient um, applications in the cloud. They can um, use the, the best tools for their particular journey, right? And so we help our customers decide which tools are best suited and best purpose built for uh, their outcome. Just to add on to that, we do have a team at CDW that's around building that Cloud Center of Excellence strategy. And oftentimes we'll come in and engage with customers on the front end of a migration, or maybe they are already in the cloud. To Christian's point, there's a lot of digital natives that have been in the cloud for a while and are now trying to make sure they have that center of excellence in place. And we have a whole team around you know, helping develop that strategy with our customers. Is it best to have the Cloud Center of Excellence in place before going to the cloud? Is it easier to implement it 
before going rather than doing it after they've already been there? I think that would depend who you ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the it takes all types, right? There's There was early adopters, there's the uh, cloud natives, right? Um, there's the legacy customers that have robust on-prem infrastructure, living in a warehouse somewhere. Um, and so building a cloud center of excellence helps them build the expertise that they need to be successful long-term on their cloud journey. And it gives them the ability to pivot their business based on some of the evolving technologies that are happening pretty quickly in the market, right? So you get, uh, we help customers establish their own team of cloud expertise that can make those types of decisions. And CDW is a big part of that. How does that actually fit in with all the other cultures that you have to implement? You have FinOps, right? So that's a cultural shift. We have Cloud Center of Excellence. We have to do all of our other processes around it. I am a small shop, right? How do I fit in all these that require a certain person or team to handle them, though? Does CDW help with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can either come in on a front-end consulting engagement and help teach more of a train the trainer, you know, enable our customers to understand how to put this, you know, people, process, and technology in place around a cloud center of excellence, which could include FinOps best practices. If they have the people, we can help, you know, make sure that they are upskilled to have the expertise. If they don't, Christian's team over here can help. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point, though, because you know, a lot of these engagements do start with some type of workshop, particularly when you have to do a lot of education behind it. What does this mean? There's a lot of uh, cultural and business process type changes that have to take place. And, you know, you can move to the cloud, but do you want to be successful when you get to the cloud? And you really want to get the benefits of having uh, that type of pretty seismic shift for a, a company uh, to change the way that they're operating in IT is really what it comes down to. So, you know, that's always going to lead with a cultural change. Um, you've got to get the right people in place and the right tools in place and have, um, call it the will to execute on that type of vision. The right tools and people in place. And when you move to the cloud, you want to be successful. That's actually very, that, that's a good point in a quote that should be, I, I, nobody wants to go to the cloud and cost them a bunch of more money. They want to be successful and be innovated. I have to switch gears because we're running out of time. I want to talk about reInvent. All right, Audrey, what is CDW doing at reInvent? I know they got a booth, they got events. They're here all week in the Blue Wire Studios recording some awesome podcasts and content. Yeah, I mean, we are booth 305. Come see us. Uh, we've got some great giveaways. You know, we're looking forward to seeing a whole lot of partners and working closely with uh, our counterparts at AWS this week. We're, we're pretty excited for the traffic, so... We've invested a lot and hopefully we get to uh, meet a lot of cool folks this week. So, Yeah. So Audrey, what's happening? You know what? Can we get the QR code onto the screen? I want to share the QR code. Uh, there's some awesome events happening. We'll let that bounce around a little bit, but talk to us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So as Christian mentioned, we're going to be at booth 305. That's 305 if you didn't hear us the, the first two times. And um, we're going to have a whole slew of experts at the booth that'll be rotating in and out. They'll be able to talk to topics of FinOps, Cloud Center of Excellence, Cloud Migration. We also have experts who are knowledgeable around some of CDW's own IP. We have IP developed to help customers with application modernization as well as accelerated migration leveraging AI, which is pretty exciting stuff. 
We also will be having lightning sessions and additional podcast sessions, really spotlighting some of these talented experts around FinOps, uh, which will be with David Wharton. We've got an AI revolution talk, which will be with, uh, uh, I don't know who that one's with. Might have to go back on that one. We'll definitely, we'll We'll put that that onto the screen. We'll we'll add a who the AI talk is happening. Uh, I have to let you know something with CDW while you're uh, going over some of the stuff. And it literally just came to mind, which is weird. I actually started out in the traditional data center days, rack and sack and servers. CDW was my first hardware vendor. Love it. We would order our Dells and our HPs from that. I would do the ordering from them and like we would get them into it. But so I have a very close connection. And when I and this is when I first started out in IT. So I won't tell you my age, but it's, been, it's definitely one of the things. What else is going on? Yeah, so we've got um, the podcast, as I mentioned. So we've got FinOps, which will be with our chief architect, David Wharton. We've got a talk around AI, really highlighting how your data is your differentiator for this AI revolution. And that will be with Joe Markwith, who's our um, chief AI strategist. We've got a data talk, which will have a um, spotlight with Denoto, really trying to understand how you can leverage modern data platforms to transform and then we've got a talk around CCOE, or Cloud Center of Excellence, which will be with Kyle Jepson. Um, and then we have a team highlighting some of our own IP at CDW, um, which will really focus on how to help customers um, gain value out of migration. So um, one of our uh, tools will be around helping with um, accelerated migration, leveraging AI, and then application modernization, leveraging our strategic application modernization assessment tooling. All right, so we have the QR code bouncing on the screen. It's for if you want to win some prizes, def- definitely sign up for it right now. Click on the, the QR code. No, scan the QR code. Get your phone out. It's bouncing around. We'll all also include it in the description so you can go to it. There's some cool prizes. Uh, CDW is responsible for them, but definitely they're really cool to go. Uh, now, before I completely wrap it up, what is the future? What's the future look like for CDW? You know, I think the future is really bright for CDW. Um, CDW has made a, a lot of big investments in uh, services around being able to deliver uh, everything, for every, pretty much everything we've talked about, right? Plus security. We're doing um, some pretty amazing outcomes around security for our customers in conjunction with what we're doing with partners, modernizing. So, you know, I think that what we really do is make our customers more competitive, right, to their customer. And um, everything is about the user experience. You know, we know that um, that's what customers really are driving to right now is how they can get the best bang for their buck. And so I think that as a solution integrator, that's really paramount to what we what we do, rock and rolling. <laughs> Audrey, would you agree? Absolutely would agree. Um, our goal is to be in Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're rolling the dice, but yeah. you're winning. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would just, I would absolutely agree with what Christian said. Our goal is to be the most value added partner that we can to our customers. And everything for us is about that customer experience. We want our customers to come back because we're adding value to what they're doing. Uh, I can feel the passion. I can feel the connection with your customers and that you truly want them to succeed and be successful. All right, everybody, I got to wrap things up right now as we've got another podcast coming on. We got some great content and awesome stuff coming your way. Audrey, Christian, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Come Uh, see us at booth 305. Let's go. All right, 305, you heard that. Now, everybody, this has been the John Meyer Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify because guess what, folks? We're out of here.